And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael. All right, folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 25 today, uh, biocentrism, awareness, and consciousness. Are you sure it's 25, man? I don't think you're conscious. 25. We're already at 25. No, I, I thought that was like a couple of episodes ago. No, last one was 24. All uh, right, well, cheers. It's, it's basic counting, so I don't know if you're going to be able to handle all this quantum physics we're going to jump into. but I can't, but I speak for the everyday. Yeah, you're the everyman. <laughs> all right, um, so let's talk about I've been reading um, and listening to a book on tape, The Biocentrism and Beyond uh, by Dr. Robert Lanza. Uh, there's there's two books he wrote. Biocentrism was the first one. Um, it's a theory that basically we create the universe, meaning like consciousness. So like everything you see, um, everything you feel, everything is all perception based on a world that we're creating right now um, through our brain. Okay. <laughs> So I'm creating this all? It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and what we're doing is when we communicate or we talk to each other, we have language or signal or whatever, we're all participating in this, like, not it's not like a game, but it's like this, you know, um, it's like learned, you know, it just makes life more, you know, makes it everything easier, obviously. If you, if you tell somebody, hey, can you grab me that, them knowing that you're saying, hey, grab me that, um, is able to, you know, complete that function. So it makes it, it easier. But in terms of, um, you know, he was able to look at this through a couple different avenues, one being quantum theory and quantum physics. And then the other thing just being looking at what vision and perception is. If you think about vision, he's, you know, in the book he talks about like most scientists and physicists that are working on consciousness and they don't even look at vision, meaning that, uh, we all agree that, you know, red is red, but then there's been studies that, um, you know, people might see different things or experience different things truly, but we all agree on certain things. Uh, I think Einstein talked a little bit about that. And I, th- I think Isaac Newton wrote something on that a long time ago, like 1700. So um, some interesting stuff, but I mean, what do you think about all that? Do you think that that's, you know, obviously there's a simulation theory, there's, you know, creation theory, there's all sorts of theories. Yeah, it's some of that stuff's hard to wrap the brain around. Um, when I hear a lot of these things, it sounds like uh, we're all each individually living in our own world. Is that what they're saying? Or no, the opposite. This this guy's saying that we're all. It's almost like Eastern philosophy in a way that we're all one. Really, we're all the observer, meaning that we're all just observing this, um, but we're all this one thing. So we're. It's we at some point disconnected ourselves to make things easier for perception, but at some point, you know, we we were all the observer, all the same thing, observing the same world. If that makes sense to you, so you're all we're all God. Um, I I guess I mean if you if you look at it like that, that could be. I mean, that's look. Nobody has the answers. If if you know, if we had the answers. you know, to, to the, these great questions of what are we, who are we, where do we come from? You know, we wouldn't even be talking about this. So I think even scientists um, have trouble with all this stuff. I mean, they can't even figure out what consciousness is or exactly why we dream. That one guy, 
on uh, Joe Rogan a few weeks ago. I think his last name's Walker. Doctor Walker uh, was talking about all this stuff. You know, like what we release when we dream. That the the brain, how much sleep you need. You know, based on you know your uh, lifestyle and all sorts of stuff. Um, and as cool as all that stuff was, it's still he. Even that guy when Joe Rogan's like, "So why do we dream?" He's just like, "I don't." There's no real answer to that yet, you know? So that's like the leading guy that understands all that stuff. And he even doesn't really, you know. Right. But but my question is, if we're creating all this stuff, um, how do we, how do we create things that we don't even know about? In, in, another, in other words, like stars and planets and all that shit, like you learn about that stuff, but they're out there before you learn about it. So how are they? You know, how do you know that though? You, how do you know, until, know. So, until the first person sees it and then it becomes part of the collective, you know, observer or the collective. Right. But then shouldn't I know all the shit that other people have learned? <clears throat> no. Like, I don't know about fucking Isaac Newton. Cause you're not tapped into that vibration or that, you know, thing. So like part of this is too, is like they explain in this, uh, um, you know, book, he explains that there's something called quantum quantum entanglement. When quantum entanglement is, is like, Basically what's happening is there's, let's say there's a light particle or a particle of something here. It might react with something that's in a completely different galaxy. So, I mean, that's crazy to think about. Like for instance, I think there's been two, um, there's been two studies on this, some guy in like the thirties and then some guy tried to recreate it. I think later on in like the seventies or the eighties. But uh, Einstein said that it would be weird if, that was the case, which now they're learning that most likely that is the case, that there's some sort of spooky, I think he called it like spooky, uh, you know, some sort of like relativity to the other particle. So it's like this distant spooky thing that happens, like one particle alters another particle that's not even in our same galaxy. So I thought that... Spooky matter? (laughs) uh, No, but like quantum entanglement. So like things that, you know, we can't explain could be some of these anomalies of stuff from different dimensions, different galaxies, stuff that we can't even perceive based on, you know, what we're living through right now. It's pretty wild. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it too, um, I don't know, the more I think about it, the more it kind of makes sense in a way, because really we're basing everything we know on our eyeballs and what our eyeballs are. So like he's, he was saying too, in this book that most scientists, um, when they, when they study this stuff, they're not even like looking at the fact that, um, most people still think that won't be like our eyes work as like lenses, meaning that's just, this like, you know, lens or glass thing that we're just taking in this thing that's out already out there. Well, first of all, the way, if, if anybody's ever looked into how we actually capture the images and process it through our brains, it's pretty fucking crazy. And it's not as simple as some sort of external thing being in, intake you know into our body or intook into our body and then it's actually a, you know there's nerves there's there's chemicals there's a lot of shit that's happening uh to even be able to just see anything so um the fact that we base everything on just that one aspect and that's only one perception too obviously you know we can touch things so like uh, that would be another thing where you could say oh well if i'm touching this table right here you know oh you know, it's definitely there. It's a real thing, but in reality, um, it might, it might not be, it could, that's just another perception. Touching something there is just a nerve thing that is based on, uh, perception. It's like this whole picture that we're putting together. 
So, um, you know, I know it sounds basic and kind of weird, but um, I think if you think about it, it makes kind of sense in, in a few different ways. Well, that's, I, I don't know if it was in the book, uh, Electric Kool-Aid Acid or what it was in, but they were talking about how, you know, if you lose your sight, your touch, this and that, you still exist and stuff. And right. I'm sure a lot of like blind people are contemplating this kind of shit because they can't see, yet they're still living in the world. Well, that's actually interesting you say that because that's what there's, they do studies in the book. There's a, a famous experiment where this guy had some sort of rod or something stuck through his, um, his eyesight so he couldn't see anything. But yet they did this experiment where the, he would, the guy would walk him towards a beam and the guy knew when to duck and everything. Um, it's, it's called like blind sight, I think is what they called it. Um, so people that lose their sight or people that have accidents or whatever, it's like having like a amputated arm. You still feel like that arm's there kind of a thing. Um, but except this is actually people being able to sense and see things, uh, based on that, you know? Well, it's like a video game when, when you have attributes, you lose your eyesight and you lose those, you get those attributes put into other things like sight or uh, like hearing and taste and shit. That's why Ray Charles was so badass or Stevie Wonder because... They're just forced to listen, so their ears. I don't know right. how true it is in the in the movie Ray, but you know that that, that, that butterfly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, look. To be honest with you, um, look at like Helen Keller type thing. I think that would be interesting to look at because she was truly, you know, deaf, dumb, and blind, or whatever you want to say. Um, well, you can leave you know, the I, dumb part out. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I mean, I, you know. Um, but I just mean that's what they used to call people. No, I um, know. I'm fucking with you. No, I know. The thing is with that is I think that would be interesting to look at, but I still don't think that that somebody in that position would have, they might have some different insight or have like a different outlook on what we're talking about, but I still, I don't think somebody like that would just have the answers based on having to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you're deaf, blind, uh, that's insane. You're still right. aware Oh, obviously, this lady wrote a book, you know, she's, she's way brighter than I am. So, well, well, there's different levels of awareness too. Like what I'm saying is like, she might be a piece of the puzzle, but she's still just a piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think, I think to understand what we're talking about, you have to understand everything. And then even the stuff that, you know, they knew that it may be stuff that they can convey or not convey and just through observation or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it all comes down to this is that again, we don't have any answers, the more I look into it, the more I think that, you know, there could still be a God, there could still be aliens, there could still be all these things. If you, you know, this, this doesn't dispel any of that. And if anything, it makes more sense on certain, you know, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Does it, what is this guy's views on how, like how the, the, whatever this, this universe or whatever they refer to it as, how did that be created? How did, how did consciousness come to pass? Well, I haven't, you know, I'm not through this other book yet, um, you know, but obviously he's saying that we're not. They don't talk about God well, at all? No, no, no. Well, here's the thing. He's saying that we're not dead or alive. We just exist as pure consciousness in this world. And we're like weaving in and out of different things. So, again, it ha I think it has a lot to do um, with Eastern philosophy style of thinking with this stuff. But the, so the do we other have our own souls or? Yeah, I mean, according to, you know, everything I've read, this seems like this guy's, you know, um, you know, on that realm of, of thinking. Um, but so it's here's like a reincarnation type well, idea. Well, what do you believe is the soul, too? Because then, you know, that's what we were, because I've been listening to a lot of Rudolf Steiner again lately, too. And 
you know, kind of what Rick Emerson was talking about, how um, basically we um, are not just a soul, but a spirit too. Your soul is almost like what gives you animation and your spirit is like, you know, your, your true essence from the other realm that, you know, like a divine spark kind of a thing. Right. But so this guy's saying though, like for instance, I was actually kind of thinking like while I was listening to, I was doing something else the other day and I was listening to the book on tape version. Um, he was talking about uh, the thing we were talking about entanglement where one particle reacts with another particle. Now, if that's the case, maybe what we're seeing when people see UFOs or aliens or whatever, they could just be, other beings from different galaxies or different things that we're seeing through this entanglement or through these different, you know, these, these, uh, uh, molecules reacting with each other and, you know, bringing certain things to light or maybe opening up some sort of, you know, thing that we don't understand, like a wormhole or something like that, you know, or maybe it's just all kinds of craziness happening inside their own brain. Could be that too. Anomalies be, inside a brain. Could be some extreme DMT release that's just, you know, a random fluke of ends or something clicked in their brain or something, you know, something happened, you know. Um, but, you know, in terms of the God thing, um, I think what you were saying would make kind of sense that, um, you know, how you were just talking about how. Um, if that was the case, if we this was all one and we were all one and we were all the observer that we are all God because, you know, so, but that aligns with religion though, too, because most religious texts from the past or, you know, whatever you want to say, uh, talk about, you know, we're a divine spark or we're a piece of God, you know, we were created in the image of God or we were a piece of God or whatever. So that kind of correlates with that too. So maybe there's a little piece of everything that kind of fits together with this. You know, I don't think religion um, is the answer, but I think that there could be some stuff taken away from it. That's important, obviously. Um, but you know, I think a mixture of spirituality, knowledge from past religions, uh, all the science, physics stuff, quantum physics, all that kind of stuff, you know, can, can, you know, build you some truth, build you some answers. But I mean, well, yeah, the truth somewhere in between it all, but Right. And this guy talks about too, Dr. Robert Lanza also talks about how when he was in college, you know, he wasn't taking drugs. He wasn't really doing anything crazy, but he was learning something in the library and something clicked in his brain. And for like three weeks, he had like these moments of enlightenment. Um, uh, it was like a constant, you know, high or whatever, like everything he was learning had meaning or, you know, whatever. And I've actually felt that before, uh, when we first got into that Urantia papers and then everything I had learned after that was like synchronized for the next couple months, you know, pure educational truth stuff. And some of it's, you know, changed since then of other things I've learned, but there was a lot of great stuff. It was almost like doing a drug for the first time for a few weeks. It was just, you know, pure knowledge though. It was kind of weird. Yeah. It was almost like a flow state of knowledge. Yeah, that's exactly what I would say it would be. And I don't know if you can even recapture that. He talks about how he's gotten to that like second stage of it a couple of times, but he's never been able to recapture that full feeling of the first, you know, moments of that. He, um, he's, the, he's the creator of this whole theory. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, you know, in the book, though, it's not just his thoughts and science. And all. It's he's he's taking other experiments that have already 
taking place, you know, like he's taking this dude's work or this dude's work, you know, he's talking about Schrodinger and philosophers and physicists and, um, you know, all sorts, you know, Isaac Newton and Einstein and all sorts of stuff. So, you know, it's not like this is some completely new thing. And also he talks about how, even if this wasn't like reality, as we know it, the physical reality, like that's all there is, it's still important to know the science and the laws. And obviously it's not like that just dispels all that or, trumps all that it's just a, a part of it you know it's just a part of the puzzle yeah hold on a second what the fuck what do you uh i got a picture of this guy right here he's very smart man he's touching a microscope and shit <laughs> he's actually quite young i thought he would be a lot older i've never seen a picture of him he looks a lot younger than i thought he was gonna be i hope this is him <laughs> i hope so too well, there's a bunch of pictures of the same guy. So. Yeah, that's him. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I, you know, I, the other day I was writing down a bunch of questions, you know, so I saw um, a quote online, like one of those memes that says, why do we tiptoe through life safely to make it to death? You know, that's so weird. Like, think about it. Like, we're all so cautious. We're all so worried we tried you know the, the the only thing is is all we're doing is trying to stay alive just to die at the end so it's kind of this weird thing that we do as human beings you know that no you know, some people are enjoying it i'm not saying you, you can still be cautious and enjoy your life you know but a lot of people think that, that when you die that's the end so you better live it up well, there's two ways this. to look at that or know? and and they also want to live as long as they can if this is the only life they they have, then they want to enjoy it and enjoy it as, for as long as they possibly can. Absolutely. And, but and I think there's two ways to look at what I, that quote too, like what you're saying, like live every day to the fullest. I mean, I try and do that. Well, you gotta, you know? it's gotta be a fucking a nice, you know, anything, everything in moderation. If you Well, that's will. what I'm saying is, you know, I'm a cautious ass person. I might be one of the most cautious, but at the same time, I still have fucking fun and live my life and have a good time too. So, um, you know, I think it's a balance, everything, like what you're saying, everything in moderation, you know? Um, but yeah, so like, that's part of it. And that's like, you know, I was thinking about other things. It's like, what's the evolutionary purpose of us surviving past childbearing years? You know, is life some sort of goal or a game, you know, like why do people believe in a creator or God? Like just going through all these questions, um, you know, why do we dream, you know, is consciousness a byproduct of years? You know, that's the other thing, you know, like the stoned ape theory. But then what if it wasn't just a stoned ape theory? Maybe by us hallucinating, it was allowing us to develop these senses based on like, what if what we're seeing right now isn't even really what it is, you know? And that kind of correlates with this biocentrism stuff, you know? It could be this just black, empty world that we're projecting everything onto, you know? We're just living on this rock that's infested with fungus that's <laughs> impregnating could, what, our minds with all what this if it was? That's 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 a cool movie idea, actually. I I would go to see that. Um Well the biggest organism in the world is a fungi, ain't it? Well yeah, we talked about that one third of all soils fungus and during the evolutionary split offs, um we were close we're closer to fungus than we were with i forget what it was like plants or i mean the animals or something like that so um you know there's something weird to all that too you can look that up and i forget what the exact thing with that is but yeah i mean you know what do you think about like when you when you think about all these things personally like when you're worried you know thinking about god or thinking about what is this what is this reality 
Like, what do you think about like, what are your right now? If somebody was, you were standing on the edge of a cliff and they said, tell me right fucking now, or I'm going to push you, you know, and you had to give a good answer. What would your aunt, like, what would you say is your belief? I tell, tell the dude to calm the fuck down and, uh, well, <laughs> goes, I'm really, not going to calm the fuck down. <laughs> I'd say I'm, I'm going with Indian shit now. No, I, uh, I believe in a lot, a mixture of a lot of different things, but I think that there was a man that walked the earth um, that had a pretty solid view of things. I don't know if he was supernatural or not, but he came up with some codes, and I think we should abide by, in the most part, to those. Who, God or Jesus? Who are you talking Jesus, about? Jesus, man. Yeah. Well, obviously, Jesus is like... You know, I believe he's real, and I believe he's a real person, and I believe most of the stuff you you know about him. There are people that don't think he's real. There's people that think he's just like... I thought it was proven know. that there was a Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. there, there has been, but there, then there's people that say there's multiple Jesuses, and I just read this other thing interesting the other day. Back then, they didn't even have the letter J, so his name was actually like Ye- Yeshua or something like that. Um, it wasn't even what we know as Jesus today, because they couldn't even say that word back then. They called them um, yeast. <laughs> uh, no, but you like Yeshua, Yeshua, or Yeshua, or something like that. That's what they said his name is. But yeah, there's Joshua? a lot of people. Different... <laughs> but I, I personally believe he's real. I personally believe um, he lived his life in a exemplary, amazing way that it, I don't think anybody's replicated. And if they have, they're either a saint or, you know, very f- few flaws. But no, no uh, one's ever done it because you can't. The point well, is he, the to he repent. Did it. Well, yeah, he did it. But the whole point is that you'll never be able to do that. The whole point is accepting your flaws and either apologizing for them, learning from them, that kind of thing. I think he was just able to block out our somehow our animal nature, you know, our like baser instincts. <laughs> you know, he was able to get around our baser instincts through whether it was just meditation or understanding or, you know, he had some. Obviously, if he was, you know, his son of God, it was going to have some sort of powers or, or um, you know, knowledge there, too. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look. But they didn't I have Pornhub back then, bro. Yeah, but, but, but you believe I mean, in Jesus. On. But I'm talking about creation-wise. Like, do you believe in the Big Bang? I think the Big Bang is the most convenient, stupid fucking thing. Um, and I've done a lot of looking into that, too, as I have all these other subjects um, and they don't even understand still what's going on with like dark energy, dark matter. Um, you know, I don't know. I just think that there's so many questions out there that uh, there's got to be some sort of more simplistic way or simplistic fashion at looking at all this. Um, I don't know. I think that this biocentrism might be either on some sort of track or, you know. Yeah, but what's the fucking, where did it all start? That's what we all want to know, man. That's the juicy stuff. How did it all start? Yeah, but here's the thing that I'm talking about. What if we're, we got down this road where we're believing things through a certain way? Like, the, for instance, if you believe that this physical world is literally just a physical world that we're observing through, like, meaning that this is all constructed before we're here, whatever you want to say, then mm-hmm. that you're basing everything you know on that. So take all that away start from scratch, base it on this other thing I'm talking about. I'm not saying do this, but I'm just saying this should be a possibility that what if we're creating everything that we see, everything that we feel, everything that, you know, we're creating this reality. So 
what if then we started from there and worked off of that? We might be down a whole different rabbit hole with more answers or, you know, who knows, more technology, whatever you want to say. Right. Well, I think that's, uh, that's what's happening now. We keep cracking open that can of worms and all this shit starts to fly out of it. Right. So and we'll the, see. And then the other thing, too, that I think is really weird is, um, you know, just because... Uh, you know, like I was talking about how you're, you know, you touch, you feel, you see or whatever. Um, Cotton. It's the fabric if, of our lives. I, I wouldn't rule out some sort of simulation. There could still be a God, even in a simulation thing. Obviously it's the guy that created the simulation, you know? Right. Um, and if that's the case, we're doing the process. Now we're in the process of creating these simulation worlds ourselves. So who's not to say that we're already like five simulations deep in like a process, you know? Who's not to say we're part of something that's part of something that's part of something that's part of some, you know, like you could keep doing that for fucking ever too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do that forever. <laughs> so it's already hurting my brain, man. But it's a picture within a picture. Like we're creating AI, but at some point, what if we create AI that's so smart that it needs to cure its own boredom? So it creates more AI. And then there's all these worlds built in within worlds, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying like, fucking wild. uh, but in terms of what I, I believe there is a creator God, I believe, um, obviously we don't know what that means or what it is. I'm a firm believer. I think I've said this before that our brain is, is a receiver. I think we're receiving vibration and that's this partly it's a mix of biocentrism, part of what I was talking about, like Nikola Tesla stuff where we're literally, and taking these vibrations in and creating this world simulation based off of the vibrations that were, you know, you know, like our brain's a receiver and then the moon's projecting it or the sun's projecting it or whatever you want, or an alien's projecting it, whatever you want to say, you know? Well, I don't think the sun's projecting it. That shit causes cancer and stuff. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I was thinking about the other day. I, I, Cause you could, you could, you could be like, Oh, the sun is God. It creates life. It makes they, the, well, grow. the Egyptians for a while thought that the sun was God. But Lots too much, of people, of, yeah. Until they prayed too heavily, and they fucking started getting moles all over their back. <laughs> well, they. I mean, it's different when people have a darker complexion. Their right. melanoma prevents them from getting things like that. But uh, the other thing too, or uh, melatonin, whatever the fuck that shit's called, melanoma, um, melanoma. Um, the the problem uh, with all that too is like. It's evolution of anything, you know. There's an evolution of God, evolution of, you know, science, evolution of thought, all that stuff. But I think that what you're saying, yeah, you can get into a rabbit hole and get stuck in something. I think you have to be super open-minded. I think that's the thing I learned most by going through this like knowledge quest that I'm on is that um, what you know, if you get stuck in, oh, I have the answer, or I know what I'm talking about, type of thing. I think you're you doing yourself a disservice. You know, I try and be as open-minded and listen to people, even if it sounds crazy, because there might be some sort of nugget of truth in there, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. And I've seen a lot of people going down these bad paths, but because they have no uh, religion. So it's hard because when you, when you see people pass away and there's, there's not, you know, you think that they're gone, they're gone for good. And there's nothing after this. It makes life a real fucking hell. I'll tell you that. Well, they're giving people uh, in California psilocybin. It's always um, back to the drugs with this guy, man. <laughs> no, but, but seriously. I know, I know. It's actually going to, I think it's going to become uh, legal there pretty soon. Yeah, but they're doing it to, to ease these people's minds that are dying of cancer so they can have these religious, spiritual experiences before they, 
you know, pass on. And a lot of them are happier and, you know, have a better outlook on things towards the end. So I think that there's a lot to that. Um, even if it just gave people peace of mind, I mean, why wouldn't it be, why shouldn't it be legal? You know, it's stupid. Yeah. I actually think I'm going to write a skit. It's called when Neil deGrasse Tyson took acid. <laughs> See what happens to this guy. I wonder, has he ever he talked has, about it? I don't think he's, he's think, I, don't, I yeah. don't think he's done anything like that. It doesn't um, seem like it at least. The one they have that star talk podcast that he has that I listen to sometimes on Apple podcasts, depending on who's on, but uh, the one they did talk about drugs, it was like, I think I told you this, it was like Bill Nye and some other random dude. It was, I smoked a joint once. <laughs> it was scary. Bill Nye's like, I took a hit off a cigarette. Yeah. I know all about drugs. Um, but uh, no, they, these people, they should not be listened to. The people that should be listened to on stuff like that, like a Graham Hancock or like a Sam Harris or somebody that's actually done something um, well, you can listen to anything, but you know, listen to it, but have all the facts straight. No, well, think, Bill Nye, the science talking, guy, is no fucking doctor. Right. Well, I think what I'm talking about is somebody that has the the background in science and in either whatever the field is, science or medicine or psychology or whatever the case may be, and then they apply that to the experience. I think that becomes very interesting. Yeah, I, that's why um, I like Joe Rogan because, like, even though the even Though he's a comedian, he's had he's had all these other he's had all these a range of people on from people right. that have taken DMT to Neil deGrasse. So he you know he takes all of that in. Right, right, right. People are saying, oh, he chooses sides, he chooses this and that, but it's like no, he's just listening to every side of the story. Plus, it's good for radio. Well, he plays out an array of guests. I think that's important when you're interviewing people is to kind to is to placate a little bit to what they're talking about, so you can develops you know a bond or a trust where they're more likely to talk about the things that you want them to talk about you know right i mean even the even the when he had blink 182 on the dude he wasn't tom like DeLong. ripping on him he was you know he, he waited till he after for a second on no, him. the part where tom DeLong like walks over to jamie's booth or something he's like this <laughs> nuts or something yeah. i don't think you could hear him obviously but yeah i think that whole thing um you know, yeah, I know. I mean, he his shows obviously a huge, been a huge influence, and I think it's uh, it's one that's obviously my favorite podcast. Um, I listen to a bunch, but that's probably the top one. If he gets somebody good on that, I like that's the first thing to listen to. You know, yeah, I like that one with the dreams the other day. That was a pretty interesting. It was a really good one. He hasn't had I guess like that in a while though. It's kind of bu- bumming me out. It's a lot of MMA and. I don't even know. He does a lot of like hunting. They did one with the hunting guy. Like he, I guess he just got off Hawaii right before that the earthquakes and the volcano eruptions the other day. Yeah. Um, he was hunting there. So yeah, he does a lot of like hunting ones and I think it's just depending on who's available, you know? Um, True. Yeah. I'm sure that is. And some of these people, these scientists are probably so busy, you know, they're not like a celebrity where like, if I make a movie, I can just come on, you know, like at any time if, if I'm free, you know? So, yeah. Um, That'd yeah. be cool if you had lines on. Yeah, I think uh, I've heard people talk about him. I think I heard Duncan Trussell mention him for a couple seconds on one of his podcasts, but I don't Duncan, think Duncan yeah, Duncan Trussell blew him. <laughs> but the thing is, is I think I like Duncan Trussell's podcast. It gets kind of weird sometimes and very mystical stuff, but sometimes there's some really good and he gets people on there too that are um Super cool too. Same thing. I like Russell Brand's podcast a lot too. He gets a lot of scientists, you know, like your Rupert Sheldrakes and your 
um, you know, Dr. Cox, physics, physicists, and yeah, I'm sure you know, you're always, watching that one. <laughs> always with the jokes. Does does uh, does does Trussell does he believe in uh, God or is he religious yeah. at all? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Um, to what extent and what he is, I don't know, but he's talked about it a little bit on there. Um, yeah, I mean, he's had some crazy fucking people. He had that one like psychic slash. Uh, what do you want to call it? Like uh, the dude that was talking in tongues. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude. It's like there's all sorts of shit like that on there, but some of it's bunk too. Like you just got to know, you know, what. Obviously, if you're smart or intelligent about certain things, you, you'll figure it out. But right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's podcasts are important. You know, obviously that's why we do this is because there's not many people that talk about this stuff or think about this stuff. So any if we can get you know, the world to watch podcasts as opposed to like CNN or Fox news or MSNBC or whatever bullshits on TV, even ESPN's become a hot piece of garbage. Um, you know, no matter what you watch on TV, there's some sort of manipulation going on. And I, you know, honestly for us, it's, yeah, we talk about stuff we like, yeah, we make fun of things. Yeah. We, you know, do different stuff, but I think for the main thing and the important thing that we do is just disseminate information that we know of and people, you know, can take that with what they will either use it to further knowledge in a certain thing or try and debunk what we're saying. Either way, it's all good shit, you know? So, right. Right. But, yeah. Well, you know, onward and upward. So, but, uh, we'll, we'll get into more a different day, but we'll wrap this one up just make a short one. But yeah, I just want to talk about biocentrism because I think it's, one of the more important theories today to explain everything. I don't know. There's really not many people trying to do that. It's a lot of scientists just pointing out shit that's right in front of our faces. So, well, from what I've under wrapped my brain around, which isn't much, it sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> I, I highly, you know, it's a good read or you can get it on audible book on tape. Um, so this is like but, string theory and all that stuff. It's all tied in. Well, he talks about that string theory has been debunked a little bit. I wouldn't say string theories um, out of the question. I just think that there's a lot of wrong things that they're figuring out about it. So, mm. but you know, it's always an evolution of stuff. We might come back to it, or there might be a piece of it that's super important. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. But uh, all right, folks, we're gonna wrap it up. But we'll catch you next time. And uh, peace out. Peace.